as with most holidays, we are bombarded with the worldly view of Easter. Everywhere you look, there are Easter baskets, bunnies, candy, and colored eggs. Even as believers, we can get so weighed down by this that we lose the real meaning of what we are celebrating and how this one event so long ago changed our lives forever. So come join me as we chat about the true meaning of Easter and how our lives should be transformed by it. Welcome to the Faith Lived Out podcast. Are you wanting to do life God's way but are unsure how or what that even looks like? Do you sometimes fear that you're doing this whole wife and mom thing all wrong and want to know how to do it right? Or do you want to stop worrying all the time and learn how to truly put your faith and trust in the Lord? Hey girl, I'm Nancy Adamson, wife, mom, and Grammy to seven sweet babies, Bible study teacher, speaker, and women's ministry leader. I see you and I get you because I've been there, and I'm here to share with you what God has taught me on how to find biblical answers to life's challenging questions in His Word, to know what His promises are for you, how to apply them to your life, and to put the cares and concerns that are on your heart safely in the Father's hands. So if you're ready to learn how to live out your faith every day, and follow the amazing plan that God has for you, grab your coffee, pull up a chair next to mine, and let's get started. In the stores, online, everywhere you look, what we see is the world's view of Easter. Pretty baskets, chocolate bunnies, egg hunts, and fancy outfits. All of this is fun, and it's perfectly fine to participate in all of this, but we also must realize that the enemy uses all of this kind of stuff, all of these baskets and all of this holiday hoopla to distract us from the real meaning of Easter. His hope is that we will forget about why it is that we celebrate this day and how the resurrection of Jesus Christ changes lives forever. And all too often, he is very successful at it. As many of you know, I wasn't raised in a Christian home, and so I didn't know what the real meaning of Easter was growing up. I knew that it was more than just the Easter bunny and chocolate eggs, and that it had something to do with Jesus and the cross and him being raised from the dead. But I certainly didn't understand what the significance of all of this was. With all the hoopla of the world to distract me, I never asked anyone what it meant. It was just much easier and a whole lot more fun to just enjoy the day as everyone else did. It wasn't until I became a believer and my friend explained the gospel message to me that I learned what Easter is really all about. As believers, we celebrate Easter because this is the day of Jesus' resurrection from the tomb, the day that our Lord and Savior conquered death and brought us new life. To truly understand this, we need to know why he was in the tomb in the first place. Three days before his resurrection, Jesus had suffered and died a gruesome death on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, it states this, God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 
And then in Colossians 2, 13 and 14, it states, And you, being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has resurrected together with him, having forgiven you all sins. He blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us and contrary to us, and he took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. I love that part, nailing it to the cross. Jesus, who was without sin, willingly died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sin, for yours and for mine. And because of this, when we repent and we believe in Jesus as the Son of God, all of our sins are forgiven, not just some of them, all of them, not just the little white lies or the, you know, the little things that we do wrong or saying something mean to someone, you know, that we didn't even really mean to to begin with, whatever it is, but not just those little ones, but all of them, the big ones as well. And the things that we think are big, because really to God, there's not much of a distinction between sin. Sin is sin, and it separates you from the Lord. But Jesus came and he died on the cross for those sins, to nail those sins to the cross and to forgive you of them forever. So this should change our lives in two ways. The first one being that we should no longer be weighed down and grieved by our sin because it is forgiven. It is wiped out and we have a clean slate with the Lord. When God looks at us, He doesn't see us in our sin, but he sees us through the veil of Christ's righteousness. There is no need to be down on ourselves for our past mistakes. We can have joy and should portray joy because we are forgiven. And then the second is that we should go and sin no more. We are no longer bound by sin. As followers of Christ, we have a new life and our lives should reflect that. They should reflect us as a different person and we should be different. Are we going to be perfect? Absolutely not. But we are also not going to be living in the same old sins of the past, but to be seeking God and how to live our new life in Christ. In Romans 6, it tells us this, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may increase? God forbid! How should we who died to sin live any longer in it? Do you not know that we who were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Jesus died on the cross, was buried, and three days later, the Father raised him from the dead. When we become children of God, our sin is buried with him, and we are then raised with him and are a new creation. And this is what it tells us in 2 Corinthians 5.17, that, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, All things have become new. Our lives should be forever transformed by the resurrection of Jesus Christ because we are a new creation in him. In Matthew Henry's commentary, it puts it this way. The believer is created anew. His heart is not nearly set right, but a new heart is given him. He is the workmanship of God created in Christ Jesus unto good works. 
though the same as a man, he is changed in his character and his conduct. As a new creation, we should think differently, act differently, and be different. We should be able to look back at how we once were and then see that God has changed us to make us more like him. Before becoming a believer, for me, it was all about me. I always wanted to be the center of attention. I would find ways to be able to talk about myself and what I had accomplished. And I was also pretty prideful. I wanted things done my way because I thought my way was the best way and that's the way y'all should be doing it, right? Well, thankfully, through a relationship with Jesus Christ, him forgiving me of my sins and giving me that new heart and me seeking to be more like him every day, he has changed me and I am no longer that selfish, prideful person that I once was. Not that I don't still make mistakes, I certainly do, but I can look back and see that God has changed me. As children of God, we should be able to do that. We should be able to look back and see that God has changed us, and the rest of the world should be able to look at us and see that we are different, that we are different than the other people that they come in contact with, and they should be able to look at us and go, there's something different about that person something different about you. And part of that difference is that we have joy and hope, and we have this because of our new life in Christ. Our hearts are now focused on the blessed hope that we have in Jesus. And it tells us of this hope in 1 Peter 1.3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. When Jesus died on the cross for our sins and was raised from the dead, he paid that penalty for our sin and he conquered death so that we could have eternal life with him. This is the glorious hope that we have, that we will spend eternity with Christ in heaven, that we will walk on streets of gold where there's no sin and no tears and no shame or heartache, just love, joy, and peace as we spend our days worshiping our Savior. And then in Titus 3, 4-7, through it tells us, But when the kindness and love of God our Savior toward mankind appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us through the washing of rebirth and the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that, being justified by His grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. We are justified by his grace and joint heirs with Christ. Not only do we have the blessed hope of spending this eternity with Christ in the future, but Jesus brings us his love and his joy here on earth. Just think about what this verse says in that, but when the kindness and love of God our Savior toward mankind appeared. That kindness and that love of God, that is for you. That is the hope and the joy that you have in this life that you have right now here on earth. And then in John 15, 9 through 11, 
It says, As the Father loved me, I also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, even as I kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have spoken these things to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. As the Father loves Jesus, which is a love that we can't even begin to comprehend or to understand, Jesus loves us. He cares for us. He heals our wounds. He meets our needs, and he blesses us and brings us joy. Not just some joy, but did you notice what the scripture says? That my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. He shares his joy with us and that our joy may be full. He wants us to be full of the hope and the joy that he has bestowed upon us. And then in 1 Peter 3.15, it says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Always be ready to give an answer to every man who asks you for the reason for the hope that is in you with gentleness and fear. One of the first things that Jesus did after his resurrection was to go and tell the disciples to go and share the good news of the gospel with others, to share that blessed hope and that joy that we have in Jesus to the ends of the earth. And sometimes we tend to think that we need to be missionaries or we need to have some certain kind of training in order to be able to share the gospel with people, to share that joy with someone that we need to maybe go away to some foreign land to be able to do this. But that simply isn't true. If you heard my salvation testimony in episode 10, then you know that it was my high school girlfriend who shared the gospel and the truth with me. As Christian women, we have the opportunity to share the blessed hope and joy that we have in Jesus with our husbands, with our kids, with our grandkids, our co-workers, neighbors, or friends, to be an example of Christ and to tell them how God has changed our lives. Sharing with them the true meaning of Easter, why Jesus died on the cross, and what his resurrection really means, and that it brings us new life. This is just one of the ways that we can help people to know the truth and to one day become a child of God. And this doesn't just happen, ladies. We need to be looking for ways to share that hope with others, looking on Pinterest for activities that we can do with our kids or with our grandkids and portraying that truth to them or inviting our friends and our neighbors to church on Easter Sunday or in just simply sharing that joy, what God has done and changed in your life through an everyday conversation. So how are you doing with this? Are you living it? Does your life reflect the new life that you have in Christ? Are you still living in the same old sins? Or can you look back and see that God has changed you? Is there hope and joy in your life? Or are you stuck in the worries and stresses of this world? Have you lost hope? Or are you looking to the blessed hope of the future with Christ, living in love and joy that he has for you until his return? Are you letting others know the reason for the hope that is in you? Are you sharing Christ's love and truth with others the way someone shared it with you? Ladies, 
You are a daughter of the King, the one who came in love and kindness and mercy to pay the penalty for your sin and to make you a child of God, to bring you joy and hope and peace, and to make a way for you to live with Him forever. You are His daughter. You are an heir with Jesus, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, who forgives sins, conquered death, and brought you new life. Live in it. Thank you so much for listening today. I pray that God has used this episode to bless and inspire you to live out your faith in Him. If it has, please do me a huge favor by leaving a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know if you like the show and you will be helping others to find this podcast and be lifted up by the Word of God. Is there someone who came to mind while you were listening today and you said, ooh, she needs to hear this? Well, then send her the link so she can be encouraged too. Are you in the Dallas area and looking for a fresh new speaker to add excitement to your next luncheon, women's retreat, or other women's event? Then drop me a note at nancy at faithlivedout.com and let's chat about it. That's nancy, N-A-N-C-I, at faithlivedout.com. I would love to come and meet with you and the ladies in your group. You're also welcome to visit the website at faithlivedout.com for more information, blog posts, journaling ideas, and free printables. Or become a part of our little community of believers by joining the Faith Lived Out community group on Facebook, where you can join together with other faith-led wives and moms just like you. Links to these areas and the scripture references used in today's episode are in the show notes. Ladies, thank you again for listening today, and know that I am praying for God to be with you as you learn to trust in Him more and to live out your faith every day. God bless you, and see you on the next episode.